in Cairo. Today we're going to be talking about nerd news and we're finally bringing you our recap of Echo. So I know we promised that in the last episode, but it's actually coming out today because we just (laughs) took way too long talking about Marvel What If. But we're going to go ahead and, you know what actually, Kyra, how was your week? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're still in January. I feel like I saw a meme the other day and it's like, I can't believe next week is still January. I feel like it's just the longest month. Um, Next week is still January. It's still January. It's crazy. But I don't know. I've recently gotten into football this year. And so it's been really exciting because my favorite team is the 49ers. And they are probably, hopefully, going to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. That reminds me I never text my dad back. Yeah, about footballers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So that's, that's been cool. People have been drinking more. I feel like everybody gave up on dry January at my bar And is just totally in football mode. And it's actually really funny watching grown men play sports and, like, fight each other over a ball. And, I don't know, I just kept cracking up watching it at my bar this weekend because they would do these things where they would, like, suck each other up and they would make a play and they would just, like, flex and, like, hit each other on the head and, like, all this, like, weird. It just looks so funny to me. Yeah, and, like, when they get excited. Yeah, and then, like, (laughs) when they get mad, they throw, like, full-on tantrums. And to me, it's just, like... So funny because the NFL is so rigged because of Taylor Swift and like Kansas City played the Buffalo Bills and they the Bills should have won, but it's a completely rigged because of how much the NFL is making by Taylor Swift being there and showing her on the camera. Um, and it's just it's it's an interesting time to be into it because obviously I'm into like. Do you know that it's rigged? It's pretty obvious. I feel like I would say now because you're having players who you're going on record selling everyone. Like, I think the it's rigged. Yeah, rigged. it's it wasn't. I wasn't like I somebody brought it to my attention during the game, and I was just like, oh no way! Like that's just like the WWE is one thing. Like that's totally like planned. But how do you rig the NFL? But you have these players who, like, literally their only job is to, like, kick a ball in the field goal, and they have, like, Mm -hmm. a great record the whole year, and then they just miss, like, so obnoxiously. Yeah. Like, we're talking, like, it's over here, and they're just, like, yards away from it, and it just, it looks a little obvious. And obviously, I think it's cool that Taylor Swift has brought a lot more attention to it. You know, people are watching to, like, see if she's going to be on it. Um, But, Yeah. That's my two cents on the NFL is rigged. Uh, do you think all <laughs> professional sports are rigged? I think to a certain extent with like bets and like DraftKings now and Vegas and stuff and people like putting a lot of money on it. I don't think, mm, I feel like basketball is harder to rig. Um, the only thing they could do with that is like make super teams, you know, like where LeBron James and all these players are on one team and then there's like not spreading all the good players everywhere. Um, that's the only way I could see it being rigged, but I feel like the NFL is definitely rigged because it's, it's kind of, it's not easy, but it is easier than other sports, I think. I mean, I think any sport you could probably just tell them, Hey, don't make that goal. Right. And then they're like, okay. But then there's also that (laughs) human error where they might choose like, no, fuck that. Like I'm going to my best like right hell no I think some of them were too you can kind of tell I don't know this is because I was an athlete my whole life I feel like you can tell the conflict in some of the players and that they want to and you could just see some of them like just holding back a little bit I don't know maybe I'm seeing shit but I do love a good conspiracy theory 
And I love it how wild the foot NFL is in football. I mean, we're the only country that plays football. Like, nobody else plays it anywhere, and it's so important to all Americans and stuff. I think it's just interesting. Not me. Uh, I think, I mean, I make... I, I mean, don't give a fuck about football, wait, and I wish it didn't exist. Oh, well, don't you make more money if, like, a bit, if there's a game on and you're, like, bartending or working or serving and, like, people come through and they want to drink and shit? I feel like at the detriment to people's health, it's not really, like, worth it to for me to make $200 in a night instead of... 300 or I mean, I don't think, I mean, I, I, I know all my people that come to my bar, they're not, like, drinking that much. They're just... No, I mean, drink. like, football players. It's, like, oh. detrimental to their health. Uh, I mean, they're choosing to and they're making millions. I mean, it's their choice at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. I just feel like it's a dying sport and maybe it would be rigged just because it is dying and, like, they need to do something about, like, the... The hazards, the, oh, yeah. the safety hazards. CTE that go on and in the there. concussions. It's really fucking scary for sure. Yeah, it's really scary. And I don't know. I just like feel like kind of like I've like been against like football as like a sport ever since I found out like um, my friend like told me how she like knew like a lot of like college football players and like the way that they would like behave because they had like fucked up brains. Oh, totally. Um, I just like don't like that and yeah. I'm like why would you ever put your child through that yeah it's that's very really... like problematic I feel like and yeah. they were they were like bad people yeah like they would like try to rape people they were raping people they were like doing dumb shit like totally. all the fucking time yeah and it's not I don't really think it was like their fault I think it was like the fucked up shit that happened to their brains because they were getting beat up all the time totally and like you can't even actually check if people have CTE or all of that, like, trauma until they're dead and you, like, open up their brain. So it's, like, even scarier because there isn't really anything you can do but just, like, not play the sport. But I totally agree with you. It is really messed up. Yeah, really bad. If I have kids, I'm probably not going to let them no, play football. No, none of them would fucking play football. <laughs> yeah. And that's why nobody, yeah, it's, like, uh, less people are playing it in America because it's, like, so dangerous. It is so really dangerous. It yeah. might, like, kind of just take care of itself, yeah. which is, like... The older generation is probably, like, super upset. Like, I know that my dad, like, loves football. It's his favorite sport. Yeah. Like, he's obsessed with it. Aww. So, like, um, he definitely doesn't like my take on it. I'm like, yeah. I think it's, like, a horrible fucking sport and it's stupid. And yeah. I think it's, like, these idiots, like, banging into each other. And I'm like, I have no interest in it. But, uh... I get it. He, he loves it. Yeah, I... It's I'm like, with yeah. It is an older generational thing for sure. Yeah. And they're kind of fucking over older people now because you can't even watch the game on like a channel. You have to like have Peacock or you have to have all these apps and like a fucking what? seven. Yeah, they literally did that with one of the games. And I saw this video of like this older lady and she was just like, I don't even know. And all my life I've always been able to watch like the playoffs and everything. And she looks forward to it. Her husband passed away already Aww. and she can't even do it because how is like a 75 year old person going to download an app? Yeah. On their old TV. Like, it's just not plausible. And I think mm -hmm. that's kind of messed up, too. It's, like, the same thing the Cubs did when they switched networks. Yeah. And now we even have trouble getting the Cubs game on unless we pay, like, $140 a month minimum or even more than that sometimes with yeah. commercials and shit. It's crazy, which I don't like that part at all because they're definitely monetizing it, which I get to an extent with the commercials, but, like... It's so shitty when, like, an older person just can't watch a football game with basic cable. Yeah, that is so That's sad. That's a world woman. Like, it was really sad. I'm like, damn. And, I mean, I don't know. I'm not into it most of the year. But at the end of the year, it's fun, you know. I started gambling a little bit. 
Yeah, you know, there's Stupid, like revelry but... in like the Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I definitely don't gamble or do like the what is it? DraftKings. Draft, I... No, no. Like yeah, drafting. Yeah, yeah. Like you. You can when like you just play do it on with your, phone. your friends and you like. Oh, the fantasy stuff. Fantasy. Yeah, that's too much for me because you have to pick like a whole team. I'm like, oh, I'll just make a quick ten dollar bet. Yeah. And I can make a hundred dollars or something. All but... the boys at work are on like a fantasy football team together, and yeah. they're always like talking about it. And I work with like all boys, so it's like a lot of speak on it. So it's very obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I love when you end up learning a little bit about their, like, thing, and then yeah. they get thrown off, so I kind of take some pride in that, too, you yeah. know? Um, you know? It's funny. It's really funny <laughs> how offended they get. Um, my friend, uh, she doesn't, she's, like, just like me, like, she doesn't care about sports, yeah. and her, her now husband, but they were just dating at the time, was, like, I bet you couldn't name, like, 50 athletes. And she was, like, because she was, like, I bet you couldn't name, like, or maybe it was, like, 50. I don't know what number it was, but she was, like, reality stars. Yeah. And, like, she ended up winning because so many reality stars date football players and basketball players. And, like, so she was, like, well, Khloe Kardashian dated this guy and this guy and this guy. And she's, like, Kim Kardashian dated this guy and this Kendall. guy. Kendall. She yeah. was, like, yeah. So she, like, knew, like, a shit ton of athletes so because of, like, who they dated. Right. <laughs> like, she's, like, I know who Jessica Simpson is married to. I know who, like, this, the fucking model's married to, like, she just knows, Oh, yeah, like, Tony Rowe. Yeah, right? It's, like, it's yeah. so funny how you can make those connections in that web. Yeah, but it's, it, like, yeah. I know who Travis Kelsey is, you know? Right, <laughs> Travis Swift. Yeah. I think it's so funny how people, especially men, are getting mad at that, too. Like, that Taylor Like, we Swift's only know who they are because... And, yeah, and it's, like, it's it's just so funny to me. The fall of man is just so hilarious to watch. Especially it's, when you... It's so funny to watch football. the fall of man. It really is. Front row seat here. Yeah. And they get triggered so easily. I mean, you even see it on fucking NFL games. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And I know they probably have CTA, but still, it's hilarious. Anyways, how was your week? Oh, my week. Um, it was good. I had a little... I did a murder mystery improv show Ooh. on Saturday. We had to go out to Naperville and do it. Um, so I, I, it's fun. It's a, it pays well. It's an improv job that pays well. And wow. I always like feel like I'm like, oh my, I'm like a real... Imp- I'm making it. I'm a real <laughs> improviser. Yeah, I'm making it out here. I'm like doing cool shit. And um, so that was fun. And then I had my regular portal prop show, and I was the portal guide, and I dressed like Meghan Markle, <laughs> and it was so fun, and it was like, it was like a joke that kind of like, you know, just is the first joke, yeah. and then it's like over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like, that's the whole joke, is that she's Meghan Markle, she's a right. portal guide, and then that was, it that's was so funny. so funny. They lost it when I came out and said I was Meghan Markle. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> It just made no sense because it was like Arthurian legends. And uh, my friends came to the show, like my friends from work. Mm. And um, so then we went out like some of the improvisers and my friends from work afterwards. And I and I and I broke dry January. <laughs> I was like, I had to. Welcome I had back. To for the economy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. And then, well, also I was like, well, since y'all came to see me and they've been like telling me like ever since I stopped drinking they were like when are you gonna come back like right. when are you gonna come today back today the day today the day <laughs> yeah. and then I was like because you came to see me like obviously today's the day 
But it was like it was like a hardcore night. Like we were out. Like oh, we were going first nuts. First night back is not anything light. It's, it's no. heavy work. Yeah, it was heavy. <laughs> I was like, damn. I like not only like fell off the wagon. I like broke that wagon right. down. That wagon is like <laughs> splintered in pieces. Like unable to ever be reformed again. I love it. I was like, damn. That was crazy. So that was that was my week. It was really fun. Yeah. Mish, like mashed worlds together it was yeah. so weird like the improvisers and my like friends from work and they like loved each other yeah and I was like why is this working out why do you guys like each other more than you like me <laughs> like hmm <laughs> what's going on here yeah but that was my week Love it. yeah so how we have some nerd news yes um, what should we start with? All right, you guys. So you know we are huge The Last of Us fans. The Last of Us Season 2 will follow Part 2 of the game that actually the remastered version just came out this past week. We have a casting alert, which I think happened a couple weeks ago, but we haven't talked about it because we've been on our little siesta. Yeah. But we have an Abby, you guys, and we will not give any spoilers in this episode but Abby is going to be a key character that comes in this second season. Caitlin Deaver is going to be playing Abby. You guys might know her from the movie Booksmart, which was really, really awesome. There was a show that came out this past year as well called No One Will Save You. It was this alien show. She was in it. It was incredible. And then she was also in Dope Sick, another TV show with uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. And Rosario Dawson, I think, was in that too, right? I watched that, yeah, Rosario Dawson is in it. Yeah. Um, I watched that show of, like, just a little bit, but it got, like, a little, like, too real for me, oh, yeah. so I stopped. But yeah. from what I remember, her in that, was she was pretty good. Yeah. She was really good, actually. I think, I think I'm thinking of the right character. Yeah. I don't really want to say too much about it, because I don't want to be wrong. But if she's she was good. the character I'm thinking of, she was really good. Yeah, I think she's really awesome. Um, haven't seen her in too much yet, so I think it's like a good casting role. It could be like a breakout role for her. Um, she's already done like a lot of good shows, right. though. That's like a hefty resume. It's true, it's but true. But this would be the big one. Yeah, like everybody's it's like, watching it. Mm-hmm. And again, we're not going to do spoilers, but that second season of The Last of Us is going to get real really, really quickly. Like the first couple episodes. And Abby's character, her story is very compelling. <laughs> Um, it kind of creates the situation where who do you want to like support in the show? Who do you believe in more's values and their background? Um, gonna be a lot of like heavy questions. I feel like in this season, I'm so not ready Me for either. it. I really hope they do some changes because we already know what's happening. Yeah, because we've played the video game, or just you could go on Wikipedia and find out what happens. So it's like. Well, I guess they kind of, like, didn't really change much of The Last of Us Season 1, and it worked out really well. Yeah. Um, I just, you know what? I don't want to just, like, fall off viewership because I'm that angry, and I feel like that's something I would do. <laughs> it's going to be, there's going to be some hard episodes to watch. I think the Part 2 video game is so long mm-hmm. that they're going to have to do two seasons for it. Okay. Just because there is a bit of a time jump towards the end um, and there's just so many new characters. There this. are new characters. Yeah, and, and I yeah, if they don't want to rush it, they feel like they do have the viewership already. Everybody loves the cast, and and if they don't have the characters cast that are Abby's friends yet, then yeah, we don't really 
It might be a season three. It's true. Um, because she has a lot of friends and her background. I well, really in like... the beginning, she has a lot of friends, but then yeah. she's kind of like hanging out with two people. Yeah. Um, I like the I like her background story too. I'm excited to get into that because there's just gonna be so many more levels to this. But yes, you guys, we have a, cabot, a casting for Abby. Um, it's so funny with the internet memes because most people do not like Abby. I hate her. Internet. I yeah. fucking hate her. I don't like her either. She can go fucking fuck herself. <laughs> um, but it's funny how the internet's like we have to. Everybody's trying to protect her because they think after this role, she's just gonna be like hatelisted. Like nobody's gonna like like her yeah. because it's such a it's a it's a hard role. We've never seen Joffrey in anything. since. No, literally he quit acting. Like it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Um. So, I guess we are kind of spoiling shit. Yeah. Just um, compared her to Joffrey. We'll just, we'll just say we don't like Abby. Um, but yeah, you guys, that was a little bit of our nerd news. Um, I would be scared to take on that role. I definitely oh, totally. wouldn't want to be like that That's, person. Yeah, you would have like a, um, just people assuming things about you forever and just remembering that role you were in, you know? Yeah. Um,. Another nerd news, you guys, we have the Oscars nominations just came out the other day, and the Iron Claw continues to get snubbed. It's criminal. I'm so upset because this is like Zac Efron's best work. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen, but it's a lot of the cliche movies over and over again and getting nominated. Have you had a chance to watch that uh, Maestro movie? I haven't seen it. Bradley Cooper. That's... that's yeah (laughs) i mean a lot of a lot of them that are nominated people are like what the hell you know because and i was thinking about this i was having a conversation with a couple friends like thinking about the past year of movies and there wasn't anything where i was just like wow like iron claw was like it killers of the flower moon was great but it was so they get an oscar nom they did they got it for like almost every category which i love because lily gladstone the lead there she's amazing um Barbie got nominated for Best Picture as well. Killer of the Flower, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, which I'm just so over Oppenheimer. Poor Things, which I haven't seen with Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I'm scared to watch. That. I know. I've heard many things. I want to watch it. Um, I've heard many different things. Yeah, like me too. Things, and I'm like, I'm kind of scared to see it. Right. I don't want to be like on the side of. Uh, the the haters, yeah, because what they they have good they have good arguments. Yeah, it's uh, I it's funny people haven't watched it. Um, I'm also kind of I think I'm scared to watch it too because I like really haven't like thought about it yeah. that much. It's in the back of my mind just because it's getting nominated for so yeah. many things. Because like the argument I heard was that she's like as she's a baby brain in like a woman's body, mm-hmm. and that all these men are trying to fuck her. So it's like it's yeah. pedophile, it's pedophilia, right? And but then everybody, so other people are saying it's like they don't, she doesn't have sex when she, she until she's like a little bit older, brain wise or something. But still, and then it's like it's still it like it just makes the men look bad is what the argument was is like. But it's, like, it's just gross to, like, men are so gross. And it's, yeah. like, I guess that was, like, the point of it is to say, like, men are disgusting. I would second that. That, that I've heard that, too. That was that the too. point of the movie. I heard <laughs> that, too. Men are too. disgusting. Put them all underground. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Emma Stone. I do love some of the cast. But I guess we'll have to see about that one. Um, Poor Things was really, or not Poor Things, Past Lives. Um, That was a really good one, 824. It was a... Pretty tragic love story there. 
Um, I've heard about Anatomy of a Fall. That's pretty much this lady and her husband falls out a window and she's on trial for his death. And you can't really tell if she's done it or not. Okay. So that one sounds good. Um, the Holdovers, Paul Giamatti. I don't know. I remember seeing that trailer and just being like, another Christmas movie I probably will never see. Um, and Paul yeah. Giamatti is good, though. I like him. Yeah. yeah. The Zone of Interest. I actually just watched a little thing about that. That one just came out. Um, it's about this family that lives on the other side of Auschwitz and they just hear everything going on during the Holocaust and like I'm like, the boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah. And I'm like, I, uh, probably won't watch that movie. That sounds really just horrifying, but the boy in the striped pajamas was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah. There's some, it wasn't the worst movie ever. It was just the saddest movie I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. It's just not fun things. Um, and the boy in the striped pajamas was so cute. They always are. It's, they always it's just, they always the cutest little baby. It's just brutal. It was brutal. Um, oh, God. That, that, that's pretty much, in summary, <laughs> the Oscars. There isn't really anything else um, that stands out. Visual effects, Guardians of the Galaxy got one. Nice. I, I think for um, animated. I saw that one. Right, ooh, so made sure to see the superhero one. Like, what uh, the fuck? <laughs> um, nope, didn't see that one. Uh, Although the yeah. one you said about the uh, the trial, yeah. uh, what's it called? Anatomy of a Fall. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch that too. that's like the undoing with Nicole Kidman and uh, Hugh Jackman, that like show that came out like years ago on HBO Max. Okay. It was so good. You probably watched it. It was like yeah. somebody dies and the, the guy, the, the husband is on trial and you're like, did he, did he do, do it? it? Yeah. And then it was a good show. Um, Godzilla Minus One. Have you seen that? No. That was incredible. Um, let's see. Original song, that Barbie song that everybody loves from Billie Eilish say, that saying, I thought that was a really great song. Um... Other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think Across the Spider-Verse got nominated for something. I'm just not seeing it at the moment, which is crazy to think that that movie came out this past year because it feels like forever ago. Yeah, 2023. Um, yeah, and that is the Oscars, you guys. Not that we give a shit about the Oscars. It's really just a bunch of like rich, annoying white people sitting in a room. Give me the Webby Awards. Yeah, it's just really not. It give doesn't me the matter. Twitch, Twitch stream awards. Right. I just don't care about any of this. But it is interesting to see how the same shit wins over and over again. It's not interesting. It's just pathetic at this point. But, you know. Like Leo's like, I know what I'm doing on this date every year. Yeah. Just taking a younger woman to the Oscars, a different one each year, probably. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, that's, uh, oh, and we have a uh, Bad Batch Season 3 final trailer reaction coming to YouTube. This one was absolutely insane. We got to see Asajj Ventress return at the end of that. We will be recapping that on YouTube, so make sure to check it out. Relatable nerds on YouTube. <laughs> you can just search us and we'll show the right the fuck we'll up. We'll show right up. We'll <laughs> show right Especially the fuck up. Especially on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube likes us. Oh, yeah. Um, And now to move on. Echo. To Echo. Finally. I'm so excited to talk about this show. It was the first of the Marvel Spotlight original series they are doing. So you technically... Don't have to watch other shows or movies to understand what's going on. 
However, there were some but didn't flashbacks. You, yeah, didn't you say that you were watching with someone that doesn't know? And yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? Yeah, because they would just randomly include flashbacks to Hawkeye. Yeah. That didn't look like flashbacks to Hawkeye. It looked like they were like a flashback in the show or they were happening in real time. It was just a little confusing. That is confusing. Um, So it wasn't hard to explain, but it was a no. Like if, if that person didn't know who Hawkeye was, it would be like, what are you talking about? You know, or if they, like, didn't, yeah. like, know about the Avengers or anything, or Kingpin. So it could even. have been done better. Totally. Um yeah. I think the five episode, it was kind of rushed. Um I did enjoy it, though. I liked a lot about Echo. I liked a lot of things. <laughs> so episode one is called Chaffa, and we find out what who Chaffa is, because um, we start with, like, a flashback, which was really... Uh, pretty and well designed and really interesting. They're like these mud people that live under the earth and they emerge um, from under the earth and they come to the top of the earth and their like kind of mud kind of breaks off of them and then they're just basically the first people it seems and that's the origin of the Choctaw which is um, Echo's tribe. Tribe. Yes. And then there's another kind of, like, flashback where, like, in 2007, uh, we meet Maya Lopez as a kid and her cousin, Bonnie, who she thinks of as a sister. They're, like, really close. Um, She has, like, both legs at this point, so you know what the fuck is going to happen. Like, I kind of, like, knew what was going to happen. I was like, you're getting in the fucking vehicle. Tragedy is going to strike. When it's raining. <laughs> oh, my God, I know. I'm, like, I was watching that whole scene. I'm like, there's so many things that could have happened differently. Yeah. Like, so many things. I'm pretty crazy about that now. It's like, in 2007, old. they didn't have fucking Seamless. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You probably never, yeah. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, nobody should ever. You guys don't ever go out driving. Late at night, if the weather is not good. Yeah, you got food at home. Yeah, come you have on. food at home. And you, if you're really desperate, just there's so many delivery services that yeah. they come to you. You know exactly. Figure like Grubhub had to have been in business by then. Come on. And then it's like also saying like delivery man probably <laughs> dies on the right? way. I mean that's yeah that's, that's pretty. Yeah, we don't want that. We're not saying that. We're you know, just unless saying, you like, choose to, unless that is your path. Also, um, like, why did she just take Maya with her? Why didn't she take Bonnie or? Like, the, why did the, why did the dad go? just go Why alone? did the dad go? Like, that's that's my the thought. The dad goes. The dad should have went alone and should have got yeah. stuff for that. Because then it's like awkward. Like, oh yeah, let me just hang out with my uncle. Like that must be weird for Bonnie. Like, yeah, yeah you're taking my friend away for like. 30 minutes, like, what am I going to fucking do? I have to hang out with my weird-ass uncle? No. There were some weird family dynamics, I noticed, like, very early on. Like, because obviously Echo, Maya gets in this car crash with her mother. She loses her mother. She loses her leg in it. She's obviously very lucky to be alive. But then it's like the grandma is just really mad at her and her dad, and she just sends them away to New York. Like, it didn't seem like she... Like, I I don't know. Like, I would assume... It made no sense. It made no sense. Like, wouldn't the grandma <laughs> just want to be there more for her? Or just No, be she's like, a fucking cunt. She was such a bitch. And I'm yeah. like, so now this girl, like, is just alone with her dad, who kind of sucks, too. Yeah. And you're just going to send her to a big city when she's a kid and just be like, never come back? Mm-hmm. Like, that, to me, that was wild. I mm-hmm. couldn't believe that. Especially because... Of the culture she's a part of. You don't abandon your people like I that. feel like it was very, like, not Native American-y. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the culture for it, sure. It felt, like, definitely, like, 
family dynamics, though. I, I could see, yeah, like, I mean, I I, don't know. I'm Puerto Rican. There's some crazy shit that goes down when people don't talk for years, you know? It's yeah. happened to me with my family, but I don't know. I, I feel like death usually brings people together. Yeah. I like, was, that's traumatizing to Maya. I was going to say, I was like, my, I was like, I could see my grandma doing it, but I can't because, like, when my mom died, my grandma super stepped up for me. So, like, yeah, it would be the opposite. Right? Like, they would want to be there for you. Um, and then it's like, she would be so much more safe with you in that small town. Yeah. Like, her life wouldn't have been that. Um, it's also really weird, like, when she gets to New York. New York right, like, goodbye. Okay, <laughs> you guys were bad luck. Um, yeah. And then she gets to New York City, and her dad's just, like, like trying, but he clearly can't keep up with it. Like, he's not mentally there. And he just signs her off to Kingpin during one of her karate classes. It was just really strange to me. Like, yeah. his association with Kingpin, like, how did he get How did he already know him? him? Like, he was like, I have a job offer. Like, how did you get that job offer? I'm sure there's, like, something more in the comic, but I haven't read extensively of the Echo comic. No, it comic. probably was lazily written like that in the comic, yeah. and then the writers now decided to just, like, copy-paste that. Right. they were like, whatever. It's so, they didn't do it, it in was this, so, quick. so. Yeah. Um, and so she makes it to New York, and she ends up kind of getting taken in by Kingpin, and we know we've seen Kingpin a couple times now in the yeah. MCU and in Sony movies. Last I think we saw him was the Hawkeye show, and then we also saw him in an animated series in the Spider-Verse movie. Okay. Um, yeah. He was awesome in Hawkeye. I really liked him in Hawkeye. I thought that was a little treat. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to happen. I think we didn't really know what was going to go down in Hawkeye. And seeing um, Kingpin return was badass. And this, though, I feel like he was more badass in Hawkeye than Echo. Um, well, I saw, I think this show showed more of his ability to um, manipulate emotionally, True. which is how he gets people on his side. I thought it was showed, like, the more cerebral parts of him. That's a good Personally. Point. So I just would like to see... I want to watch, like, a therapist kind of, like, watch his scenes and be like, this is, a mo- this is like, this kind of manipulation tactic and yeah. this is this. Because I could, like, really see it oh, totally. while I was watching him. Because um, it's, like, I don't know if they were, like, you think the writers are trying to make you feel bad for him or think that he has, like, human parts because he, like, loves... Maya, but he doesn't. He really just sees someone that he can Use. easily manipulate. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah. So that's why he, he loves to manipulate her. He doesn't love her. He loves how easy she is to manipulate. To manipulate. So. Yeah. I think there's a part of him that loves her, but I think it's a very small part. And, like, I, I did, like, yeah, seeing Yeah, loving him, the ability to manipulate. What she can do for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were, yeah, you're right, though. There were some, like, softy sides to Kingpin this series. A lot of the things he did for Maya. Him just, like, kind of being a crybaby sometimes, too. Because he, like, literally mentally and emotionally couldn't handle things. But that's would, like, what a narcissist away. is, though. Yeah. They are crybabies, yeah. you know? If, if anything doesn't go their way, they start, they pitch a fit. And yeah. they, like, cry and they use, like... Those, like, emotional manipulation tactics. So I just was like, damn, this is crazy how real it is. Right. It, it was it was intense to watch, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but, yeah, so they're in New York, whatever. There's This is the episode where there's the flashbacks with Clint Barton. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess those are a little bit confusing. But 
I was kind of confused too. I was like, why did what? I was like, huh? But it was just like really her perspective of it. Right. Which I liked. I liked, I liked seeing, overall I liked the flashbacks. Overall I think it wasn't done as well as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, uh, the, that first episode was a lot right away. I mean. There were so many things. We got to see Daredevil for yeah. like a, like a minute fight there. I don't even know if it was a minute. It was probably like 45 seconds, but then we never see him mm-hmm. the rest of the season. It was just like the biggest tease and I was just like okay like when is Daredevil not that I I will say though the rest of the season I wasn't really looking for Daredevil I wasn't like ooh when is he gonna pop up I kind of forgot about him but you forgot which means it was good it was good yeah it was good um, enough without him but it, it was it was wild how they just got it over with the first episode they were like yeah. yeah we're not gonna waste time we want people to watch but yeah he was used as this like, cause she she took him on or whatever, and yeah. she lived to tell the tale. And Wilson Fisk really surprised by that, and he was like, "Okay, you're on. Like, you're right. in it. I've never seen anybody hold their own. Like, you held your own with him. Like, you're 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 on my team for sure." Right. And that was really cool. I thought the first like like action scene, the one with Daredevil and everything, was a little slow. Yeah. And you could kind of tell how she, the actress. I wish that she would have done a little bit more I don't know like training (laughs) because you could really tell when she was like moving and then it went to her stunt double yeah and it was like the movement wasn't seamless yeah it was like she was kind of clunky and then the the stunt double was like really like suave and good and it was like damn I wonder if the stunt double took me out of it for a minute yeah um, I wonder if the stump devil also, um, was missing a leg. Probably not. Okay. So maybe that could have something to do with it. I, um, I did like the stunts though. The yeah. The stunts were fun. It was pretty violent early on. Which yeah. they said it was going to be. They rated it mature, the first Marvel. I don't think mature. it needed to be rated mature. No. I, I love <laughs> that they stamped it on there though and got people like super hype. I mean... We saw Kingpin like slamming that ice cream or hot dog guy in the alley and it just made it seem like it was going to be way more like bloody and shit. Yeah. But that scene was great. Um, oh yeah, so by the end of this, um, uh, we know that Maya got her revenge by shooting Fisk in the eye. So she kind of has to run away. So she returns to Tamaha and meets with her cousin Biscuits. What a name. <laughs> and her Uncle Henry. Biscuits is great. I love Biscuits. Yeah, Biscuits was was the standout of this he show. Was. <laughs> he was so great. But she tells them, like, hey, don't let anyone else know that I'm here. And then she asks Henry to help her dismantle Fist's operation so she can take over his empire. But Henry's like, nah, hell no. I like, what the hell are you, you talking need? about, Loka? This is crazy. <laughs> I thought he did a really good job at signing with, like, emotion. A lot of them did. Like, when they would be talking to Maya oh, and yeah. stuff, it was really cool to see them conversate because um, mm-hmm. you could feel that emotion between both of them. I really like Henry, too. I think he was a great character in there. and You know, he's kind of annoying at times, but mm-hmm. I thought he was a really good supporting character in it. And I liked their relationship. And, I mean, I'm glad he checked Maya. Because it was like, what the hell are you... Like, what are you going to do? This is impossible. Yeah. You know? But there was that really cool scene, too, where Biscuits helps Maya out, um, get on that train, when she's trying to, like, blow up the Fisk stuff, the Fisk um, little spot that the train is on its way to. That scene was cool. Yeah, that was a, that was a great scene. Um, 
I was like, oh my God, the whole time. It was, I was actually really impressed. Yeah. I was thoroughly impressed. Um, and this is also the, is this the episode where she first receives a vision from her ancestors? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And she starts having those flashbacks mm-hmm. as well. Um, and that was really cool how they connected that as well. And I think they actually did um, film the show on like reserve land and actually incorporated the Choctaw um, tribe in the show, which is really cool to see. Got that small town feel for sure. So Chula's obviously like avoiding the situation and she's like denial about it. She's like, oh my, I'm just going to pretend that's not the case. What's her fucking deal? I don't understand. There's like some unspoken shit there because it's fucking weird to me. It is fucking weird. That's such a petty ass excuse to say, oh, she like looked too much like my daughter. Like she literally says that. And that's why she's, like, couldn't be around her. And that's it's like, so lazy of writing. That is. And it's just so, like, not what would have happened. Like, normally. Like, I just. That's so toxic. I get it. Families are toxic. But I really don't get this She's one. so toxic. It like, was hard like, to watch. Maya, you do not need her. Like, fuck Chula. I, like, get yeah. out of there. You don't want to have her in your life. She, if she's yeah. going to behave like that. That's not the person you need to be hanging out with. I did not. I love that actress, but I just was really upset with that. Um, And yeah, she's uh, Maya's kind of avoiding anybody seeing her, including Bonnie, who she hasn't been responding to any of Bonnie's texts. And Bonnie's just like you know the sister she never had. Um, And it's really so in that way, Maya's kind of pulling a chula, right? And so it's just that repressed, passed down generational, you know. Trauma. Yeah, and it continues. <laughs> Clearly, Maya is not well. <laughs> oh. And that was, sorry, that was episode two. Yeah. Two. Two. God, we're, I'm, I'm, I can't do this. <laughs> we can just, we can <laughs> summarize like, in theory yes. now. Um, so, episode three, there, it's called Tuklo. Um, in a flashback to the late 1800s, Tuklo practices shooting with her father, one of the light horsemen. And despite wanting to be a light horseman, her father forbids this due to her gender. So Tuklo's father rides out to confront some local criminals while Tuklo braids her hair like a Choctaw warrior. And she receives a vision of Chafa and Lowak, and her hands begin to glow. And so the criminals ambush Tuklo's father, but she hears the attack and arrives in time to save him and his group. And so every episode kind of begins with like, this flashback of this like female warrior from the Choctaw so we've got another one and that all comes together at the end so all these are like really cool because you I mean explains like how she has all of these like abilities at the end which they did change from the comic books she's more like a taskmaster kind of ability but but now she just echoes the powers (laughs) of uh her ancestors that was a good echo yeah it's really cute no i i do like her character a lot i think it is really cool to watch her grow and kind of become more confident within herself Mm -hmm. um so in this episode scully's visited by chula mm -hmm. who encourages her to reach out to maya um because she just can't come to that decision on her own and then so Maya weird. receives a sudden vision of Chafa, Lowak, and Tuklo, and is captured by Henry's employee, Vicky. Vicky is revealed to be in allegiance with Fisk, and he tip, uh, she tipped off the organization to Maya's location. Oh, he. What a story. Yeah, he, he was like the, the skate 
renter guy. Um, yeah. What a slimy little bastard. He was perfectly cast. He was he perfectly was... <laughs> cast. And I, such a punchable face. Um, did not trust him as soon as he appeared on television. I thought it was actually very funny how that was a connect to Fisk. I'm like, this fucking idiot? That, like, what? Yeah, like, it's... Like, I don't see, like, how... Again, kind of lazy there's writing. There's so many drops, like... Yeah, there were so many plot holes to me that yeah. just could have been way easily better, and it's not like they would have needed a, more of a budget or they needed to change anything dramatically. I will say, though, I did love the whole roller skating derby thing. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Like, that whole just being back in, like, the 80s. Um, but, yeah, I hate that slimy little bastard. Um... And because of him, Fist's army arrives in Oklahoma. And they're yeah. trying to get Maya now. Um, which is a very intense scene. Does this happen in episode three or is it four? That huge fight they have because they capture Maya, right? He holds Maya and Henry hostage at Henry's bowling alley and captures yes. Bonnie after she shows up to visit Henry. Right. So then Zane arrives for Maya and betrays and kills Vicky. And after a confrontation with Bonnie over her absence, Maya escapes and attacks Zane's enforcers. Yeah. Um, Zane threatens Bonnie and Henry and holds Maya at gunpoint as he prepares to shoot her and Henry. But then he receives a phone call and Zane and his men leave. Yeah. So Maya sends Bonnie away, promising to reconcile with her later. And Maya learns from Henry that... Wilson Fisk is still alive. And she thought that she killed done, him. Took him out took with him that. Took him in the eye, which honestly. Gunshot to the eye should have worked. That's fair. How did it not work? I know he's a work? big dude. I know they're trying to like show that he's like the yeah. strong guy and it's really hard to kill him. But yeah, like, I mean, they don't really make him seem like Vincent D'Onofrio is a big dude, but like, they don't, it's not like yeah. across the Spider Verse obnoxiously big, you know? But, but they're making it realistic. Yeah. And his. His power is that he it's all muscle and yeah. like he really can't be hurt. Yeah, which so. is it's it's crazy to think. But that whole scene was really cool. Maya's stunts in that were incredible. Yeah. There were some really amazing stunts. They like she kicked ass in mm-hmm. this scene and it was one of my favorite scenes of the entire season. It was finally cool to see her and Bonnie reunite. I really, really love um the actress that played Bonnie. She's also the voice of Kaori and Marvel What If. Oh, nice. So I thought that was really cool. That is really cool. They just said, hey, we need you in this office now after yeah. you're done with this. But then, yeah, you guys, we have two more episodes of Echo after this one. Yeah. It was short and sweet, so only Scully, five. But this, um, Scully uh, got Maya a new look for her prosthetic. Mm-hmm. So that's kind mm-hmm. of like the end of that's right. episode three. And that's when um, Maya returns home and is confronted by Fist. Yes. So that brings us into episode four, Taloa. <laughs> I'm so good at pronouncing shit. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so now this is the flashback scene, which was the ice cream vendor scene, which is crazy. So it's a 2008 a Young Maya um, flashback um, because the ice cream vendor doesn't understand her request for ice cream. And it enrages Fisk so badly that he brutally attacks his vendor. And although Maya, like, watches this, she doesn't care about the vendor. She's like, yeah, you fucking deserve it, bro. Like, I just want some ice cream. Now you got your ass kicked? Like, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah. It was um, funny. She, like, yeah, she does the little extra little kick there at the end. It's like those, it's like an intrusive thought. That's what I thought of when I was watching it. I was like, yeah, because sometimes, like, 
if someone pisses me off, like if they almost like run me over when I'm trying to cross the street or something, I have like an intrusive thought that their car just goes like crashing into a building or like flips over like a million oh, times totally. and they just get murdered and die. And yeah. that's an intrusive thought. You don't really want that to happen. No, that's crazy. But I thought I was the only it, one that thinks that shit sometimes. I'm like, no. wow, what if this happened? It's like a Marvel yeah. series what if every five minutes of <laughs> my life. What if they just spontaneously combust because what they fucking if? pissed me off for one second? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's so what true. I like related it to. I was like, damn, her like intrusive thought just came true right in front of her eyes. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting how um, Fist came back, Kingpin, to see here. He's like, oh, let's have our little dinner date that they usually do. Then they didn't even eat anything. They just, like, fought the whole time. Um, But it was, again, he, like, tries to manipulate her by being nice to her. And, like, he, the coolest part about that was when he gave her that little, um, that thing she put in her eye. Mm -hmm. She obviously didn't want it. But it enabled her to look at Kingpin while he was, like, signing to her and she understood it. Yeah. Or or when she was signing, he understood it. He was able to see it, yeah. Yeah, and um, the it would translate his voice into sign language for her to understand, right. which is fucking cool. It was, that like, was so cool. That is an amazing piece of technology. Like, oh It'd be God. awesome if it existed. Like, what the hell? Black Mirror didn't do this yet? Fucking insane. That's such a good Black Mirror so idea. So crazy. Um, but that was really, really cool. Yeah. That was, like, a really cool, but just to know, like, the, the power kingpin has and he has tech the stuff asl translator dismissed and killed yeah because oh he's my. like we don't even need your ass anymore that was insane so Again, stupid that scene was crazy um we can only trust each other right so gross um, um it was giving fucking emperor from star wars for sure mm-hmm. um and yeah, so Maya's kind of dealing with that now, and like, what is she gonna do? And he promises that he's gonna give uh, her his criminal empire if she agrees to go back to New York. Um, and he, she, he's like, all right, I'll give you some time. Think about it. Right, it'll be it's on like, a plane. Like this is what waiting. you wanted, so you can get it. Um, so she tells Henry, but then she gets another vision because it's like <laughs> it's fucking. Like that's so Raven. It's that's so Raven, <laughs> and woo, and then the Choctaw. She's um. It's of her ancestors at the Choctaw Powwow Festival Grounds. And then Chula gets the same vision. That dumb hoe. Mm. She's allowed to have, like, powers. Like, how, does, how do they speak to her? I really don't understand. I don't know. Why would they even want to talk to that I bitch? I wouldn't want anything to do with Chula. I <laughs> want nothing to do with that hoe. No, no, no. So Henry finally takes Maya to see Chula, who tells her that their ancestors help them when they need it most. So I guess her whole point of this whole story was to be like yeah you're seeing visions like we see them it's like a good thing and uh let's be friends yeah yeah let's be friends again because we both have shared visions right Um, just very sloppy um it could have been so much better mm -hmm. oh and and the vision that they saw was like um when she was giving birth chula was giving birth to maya's mother so that was kind of like a cool scene because you thought that she was going to like pass away. But you know that she's not going to pass away because she doesn't die until later. And then Maya, she does end up giving birth. But they did help um, bring Maya into the world. So it's like almost like a bigger connection. Maya leaves in anger, feeling abandoned by Chula as a child. And then Chula later begins working on a special garment, which is going to be like her little superhero outfit. And then that night, Maya goes to Fisk Hotel with the intention of killing him. Revealing to her, and then he reveals to her that he killed um, 
his own father after seeing him beat his mother. It was sad. Yeah. That was very sad. So Fist tells her to make good on her threat if that's what she needs. Um, but she's like, no, I'm not going to. He like even presents her with the hammer that he beat the shit out of his dad with. And he's like, I am your father. Yeah, it and was. she's like, I'm not going to beat you with this fucking hammer. Um, and then he's like, okay, if you're not going to kill me, then come join me in New York. And she's she just leaves. She left Tomahawk without him. And he's very enraged by this, and that's kind of, like, how that episode ends. Yeah. He's just, like, real sad that his little baby can't be manipulated anymore She's by grown him. up. She's grown up. Uh. He's having, like, his tantrum attacks. Oh, his again. tantrums kill me. He's such... His tantrums are so outrageous. Like, yeah. they're so... I, like, have secondhand embarrassment when I see them. I'm like... But that's just such the real situation of, like, dealing with someone like him who has that sort of, like, narcissistic, psychopathic personality. Like, that's how they behave. They're very, you know, childish. Oh, totally. So. Especially when it's convenient to them. Uh, The final episode is entitled Maya. Yay! So it's finally after her. They could have called it Echo, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So this one begins in a flashback again. All these fucking flashbacks, like every single episode, we're like, when, what, what's going on? I have fucking vertigo. I don't know what year it is. I don't know what version we're on. I mean, where's Doctor Strange going to pop out? Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Is Wanda behind this? Like, Like, what's going on? Am I squinting? I see like red like fucking smoke coming from somewhere like are these all dreams Mm -hmm. anyway in a flashback to her childhood Maya hits a woodpecker with a slingshot so that means that she's always been a psychopath yeah what the hell (laughs) yeah this was not a comforting scene like her she's crazy too girl why but she wanted to see it and then she tried to lie to her mom and she was like Oh, like it just fell, and then the mom's like, "Girl, you're full of shit." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I hit it. I wanted to see. What did she say? I wanted to see so if it would fly away or like get back just up." Want to know what the fuck would happen? Yeah, yeah. She's a weird little girl. That's that's literally what you do when you become a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Like, you start killing animals yeah, first. Like I just immediately think of like Voldemort. I know yeah. that's J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter, but I immediately <laughs> think of Tom Marvolo Riddle and how as a kid. He would hide these like dead animals in boxes and yeah. like bury them, and it was like he would torch them with his fucking wand. It was like, uh, that's yeah, so weird, kind of giving serial mind. killer. Yeah, and she is like very she serial is. killer. She's she is a, a serial killer. Yeah, she is. She's Assassin. not like she's an antihero for sure. Hundred percent. Um, she definitely is like a psychopath, and we learned this, but. For some reason, she's the hero. Yeah. Um, but Taloa re- reprimands Maya for hurting the life, and she has healing, glowing hands, and I she know. heals the woodpecker. Incredible. And then I think like Taloa is like the ultimate good. Yeah. We're supposed to represent the ultimate good because everybody else is kind of like messy and killers. <laughs> she's the only one that's got it together. Yeah. So then later the two release it back into the wild and Maya apparently learns no lesson from this based on how she grows up. Yeah. Again, cute little scenes, but also like what the hell is going on (laughs) with this girl? Like her mom, like it's just, it was written from the beginning that she was going to be a little off, you know? And I think now as an adult, she has some reasons to be pretty upset with her, like, life, but it's also just so extremist. All these anti-heroes are so, like, 
woe is me, I want to be queen pen, like... Queen pen. Get the fuck over it. I know her life hasn't been easy by far, but holy shit. No, but this, like, she was freaking killing woodpeckers before she had any sort of, like, trauma, you know, that we know of. Yeah. I don't know, apparently her father was always an asshole, but whatever. Clearly. Um, but anyway, so this episode continues with Biscuits messaging Maya that Chula and Bonnie are missing, and so that, um, prompts her to return to Tomahaw. She goes to Chula's and is met by a vision of her mother, Taloa. And Taloa tells her that she is the embodiment of their people's legacy. And this legacy will echo through her actions. Wow. That's the name of the show. Dun-dun! And then the vision ends revealing, um, and she sees behind it, like, Chula's finished garment. And so she's like, ooh, let me try that on. That looks like it's going to fit me. She just steals... From her friends. <laughs> Scared. My, my automatic food feeder is that coming out. children. It's lunchtime. <laughs> it's time for lunch, babies. Are you going to come? Po. Oh. Are you hungry? Po. Oh. Are you hungry, sir? Yes. No. You're not wow. hungry. What a cute boy. You're not hungry. You didn't offer anything to the podcast today. No, you better make it. Sleepy. A, it's a gloomy day. You better show up on YouTube. He'll show up. He's getting warmed up. You He's want saving. your check. You better start <laughs> fucking working. Saving his energy. <laughs> um, I forgot where I was. Um, oh yeah. So sure. she's wearing the outfit, and then at the Choctaw Powwow Festival, Maya finds Fisk's Fisk. Who has kidnapped Chula and Bonnie. So much kidnapping going on. Is, so many hostage yeah, situations. So many, yeah. And he threatens to kill her entire family for betraying him. As you do. You know, that's fine. Biscuits <laughs> incapacitates Fisk's men with a monster truck, which was really fun. That was Biscuits funny. so cute. Yeah, I, just I love, love him. Biscuits. I love the Biz. <laughs> um, and then Henry murders Zane. Dun, dun, dun. Kind of crazy. That was fun. Uh, Maya shares her Choctaw powers with Chula and Bonnie, who overpower Fisk's men. Yeah, so all these hoes coming out. The old woman. It was so funny. It was kind of, it was, it was a little, I'm sorry, I giggled. It was very powerful, but also I'm like, sick. The old woman, yeah, (laughs) light hands or whatever. Lights coming out of my hands. Watch out. This is where I was like <laughs> laughing at Kingpin being a little bitch and just like, Meh, and he just like runs away to his fucking jet. I thought that yeah. was so funny, but it was like, ugh, so annoying too. Yep. So, oh yeah. Well, he gets upset because Maya uses her powers to traumatize him. It was so fucked up. So, because she takes him back to the memory of his father being his mother. It, but she tries to heal his trauma to, like, help him, like, let go of, you know, all of his anger. Um, but then I don't really think it works because he returns to reality and he's, like, pretty outraged. And he's like, what the heck did you do to me? What did you do to me? Yeah. And then he leaves the festival <laughs> before so the weird. police arrive. And so he gets away. And then the next day Maya says goodbye to her family before leaving Tamaha. So she's out of there. And She's then, had enough. Yep. And that was the end, except for a mid credit scene. Yeah. Which, 
Fisk's watches the in, uh, with interest a news story about the lack of front runners in the New York City mayoral elections. Which I love. I think that's going to set up perfectly for Daredevil Born Again. And I think it's going to be so much fun. Um, it was like giving Trump. I was like, get these criminals was, out of political office. That was exactly what Trump thought. Like, that was his exact situation. He was on his private jet, yeah. probably on his way back from Epstein Island. And he was like, wow, this <laughs> country needs me. And then that was pretty much it. And then he wins. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. So it's going to be excited for Fisk. Uh, it's gonna be exciting when Fisk is the mayor. So yeah, it's gonna be, be that's gonna be a lot of fun setting up for a lot of good stuff. And this past week, all of those Netflix shows like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, they all are a canon. <coughs> Sorry, bless you. Jeez, <coughs> they're all um canon on Disney Plus now. So I think they're kind of setting up to bring them all together in New York. In New York, of all places. Luke Cage. I think we're going to see Luke Cage soon again, The Punisher. It's going to be a bitchin' time. Yeah, Manhattan Island. Let's go. Kind of sounds like <laughs> I sound like Boston right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go Jets. Uh, Something like Yankees. that. Yankees. Yeah. Let's go, let's go to the Mets game. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be back in New York City. Probably, and then he's probably going to be the mayor during the Daredevil series, totally. I would imagine. He's, I think we'll see like his campaign or he'll really be mayor, and then they're just going to be dealing with his corrupt bullshit. <gasps> oh, it'd be cool to see the campaign. Yeah, it would be. Okay, see who he so runs like, against. There could be another person in there. Matt Murdock. Yeah. <laughs> the blind. Why not? The blind lawyer from Hell's Kitchen. Right, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, but I think we'll see Echo again in Daredevil for sure. I think they owe her that. Since yeah. she let him be in her show, they have to let her be in his show. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like that's that's um, definitely not done. Do you think they're going to do the romance, though? I don't know. Because I feel like the most we saw Daredevil this past year was in She-Hulk, or the year before, whenever She-Hulk came out. God. Yeah. Um, And they kind of had a little thing going on. So it would be... They have to address that. I know she lives on the other coast, but she's also like not working for anybody right now, so she could technically go work with Matt Murdock. Uh-huh. Um, it's really interesting what could happen. I feel like Echo will just be there to, like, re- release, like, tension or, like, if he's annoyed with She-Hulk or if he moves on, he'll move on with Echo. But I, I think it would be funny if there's a love triangle, but I also think too many people hate She-Hulk for them to, like, pursue. So many people hate She-Hulk. yeah. So I don't but know. But I liked their... I like She-Hulk. I didn't love it. They're both lawyers and... Yeah, it was cute. Um, I really liked Tatiana Maslany who played She-Hulk and they ended with some big shit in that with Hulk and his son. So... Yeah. They have to address something. But I don't know how they're going to do it. Oh, God. The little tiny Hulk with the bad Scar. haircut. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was brutal. <laughs> it was, yeah. And everybody needs to know that he's been revealed and stuff. Because he, he's going to show up in probably, like, Young Avengers or whatever. Yeah. And then... Um, I feel like... So, I heard this on Screen Crush. Yeah. The dog. Biscuit's dog. Do you remember the name? Billy Jack. Okay. So, Billy Jack. So... He's, uh, Ryan Airy mentioned on Screen Crush that he thinks they're going to do the Marvel Pets. And they're oh. setting something up with Marvel Pets. The Guardians. Like Cosmo yeah, from the Cosmo. Guardians. Um, Billy Jack. I don't know. I'm sure there's like way more. Uh, the, the, the cat. Goose. 
Goose. Yeah, Goose. I love Goose. Yes. I actually <laughs> see this vision. Yeah. Wow. So um, a lot of people are saying like maybe uh, Marvel Pets is going to happen and Billy Jack would be in it. And Billy Jack was amazing, so. Marvel Pets. Marvel no Pets. Shit. A little Marvel Pets action. We have some good ones they could cast as well. Yeah, if anybody for sure. needs some working pets, we got a few. We got a few. I think they would all look really good in a Marvel Pets movie. They look... No, Poe and Solo would lead the way. Oh my god. Poe and Solo cute. should be in it. It's kind of cute. Okay, this is a petition to put Poe and Solo in Marvel Pets. Oh, can you imagine? Oh my god. You guys with capes? You superhero babies. So cute. So oh my brave. God. You guys are Star Wars characters. <laughs> You're going to make the it's transition okay. Same company. Same company, different office. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Just another level down. Right. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much for watching this episode. Um, we're going to be back with our, you know, being better at putting out episodes. We're going to try you know? our best. We really, we really do that. All right, so <laughs> thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>